Do you want to reach your next level in business and health? Do you need help unlocking your potential and taking action? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Empowered Life Podcast, a podcast that empowers women to change physically, emotionally, and financially and live a life they love. Now, here's your host, Lisa Pizek. All right, welcome to this next episode of the Empowered Life Podcast. Lisa Pizek here, and today I want to chat with you about how to protect your time when you're on a path of purpose. Because as you start to want more for your life, you want to lose weight, you want to get in better shape, you want to feel more confident, you want to learn different things in business. You want to spend more time with your family. You want to spend more time on a hobby. You know, you want to start doing the things that are important to you, whether that's personal or professional. And people keep asking more and more and more of you. So how do you protect your time and why is this so important? Well, I want to share with you a situation that happened with me last week. I have a new assessment that I do. It's called the Healthy Formula Assessment. And it combines my nursing, my fitness, my nutritionist backgrounds. And it helps me get to the root of where people are struggling in their health in about 15 minutes. It's a 40-question questionnaire survey. And I asked for people to help me by filling it out just so I could test it, just so I could test the process, just so I could put it out there and see if my theory was right, that in under 15 minutes, I can figure out what's jacking you up, not in a good way, in your health, in your energy, in your life, and give you solutions and that, and whatever your healthy formula is to fix it. So I went to my peer group, I went to my friends, I went to my contacts, just my warm market, as we call it in business, people that know me, and I asked for people to fill it out. And a gentleman that I don't know, that is just mutual friends with some you know, coaches that I have, and, and we've never actually had a conversation. He was one of 44 people that offered to fill it out. And I'm like, sweet. So I love any opportunity to get to know fellow coaches and peers and, you know, the other people that are out there doing great things in the world. And I love to have them on my podcast when I find they're a good fit. So long story short, he filled out the form. I wrote back to him. We planned a date that we were going to do follow up. I offered him a little getting to know you call to see if having him on my podcast uh, as he's a leadership coach if, you know, that would be a good fit. And he didn't respond to me right away. And then all of a sudden, he said, you know, let me see if I can make this day work. That day came. And he said, I'm so sorry, I dropped the ball. I never got back to you. Can you still chat today? Well, I had gone on in my life, booked other appointments, started doing other things, because I manage a lot. I coach a lot. My time's precious. And I wrote back to him and gave him some more availability for later in March. And he sent me this long message back about how initially he was really excited to chat about his health, talk about the podcast, yet he lost his excitement because 
I must be incredibly busy and it must be a strategy to make myself appear busy to prospective clients. And it left him feeling like he was low priority and not worth his time. And he doesn't think this is how he should be made to feel and that I should make people feel. I gotta tell you, I was really thrown back by that message. And my initial people pleaser mode came in and, you know, I went there and I apologized and I messaged him back right away. And I said, I'm so sorry. That was not my intent to make you feel that way. Uh, You know, I've got, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a nurse educator. I have a podcast. I have a blog. I coach. I run a team. I do network marketing. I have my own brand. I'm a health coach. I'm a business coach. I have a huge event in March I'm doing for a group in the UK. I have a dinner event that I'm hosting this week. I have to host calls for my team. And I went on this big justification as to why I told him two weeks out was the earliest that I could speak to him. And I kind of caught myself and I was like, why am I justifying myself to someone who doesn't know me? So the old me would have sat on this and stewed and stewed and stewed and stewed and stewed. I let it go for a day. I thought about it. And then I messaged him back and I said, you know, I appreciate your perspective. However, if we break it down and we look at the situation, I had time booked for you on this day that you never got back to me about. I was going to do a free follow-up for you to help you. And I was going to give you a spot on my podcast, all to help you. And I'm sorry if you feel that you're not priority. However, I can't just bump you to the front of the line when I've got projects, I've got programs, I've got things on the go, I've got people that I've committed to. I really started to protect my energy and my time this year. I made a rule with a coach that I was working with, and we called it the rule of three, meaning that I wouldn't book more than three calls, coaching, mentoring, leading calls, or follow-up calls, more than three a day. Because what I found was when I scheduled myself full of calls all day long, Who do you think my energy was the crappiest with? With my family in the evening time. I was irritable. I was tired. I was stressed because I'd given away all of me to my clients and I had nothing left for my family. I'd given away all of me and didn't build in any time for me to get a workout in, to rest, to read a book, to walk around the block, to stop and catch my breath. So in order to get to that next level this year, I knew that I needed to build in a little bit of a slower pace and do only those impactful, meaningful things. So if that means that some of my follow-up assessments or my, my calls with people had to be two, three weeks out, that's just the reality of the priorities in my life and where I want to give my energy. So I thought that that was an interesting perspective to share with you that people are going to get upset with you when you don't give them what they want when they want it. People are going to make assumptions about you. What really upset me is that he said, 
that this is a strategy that I had to make myself look busy. And that's the farthest thing from the truth. I don't even understand what kind of strategy or where that even gets you in business. I'm of the complete opposite mindset. I'm a give, 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 give before I ever ask. But when you're on your path of purpose, meaning that this dinner event that I was hosting was huge, going away with my husband, we just got back from a four-day getaway, just the two of us, as our little guy went to spend time at his nanny and papa's. Reconnecting with my husband has been a priority for me this year. Rest, relaxation, not getting burnt out, slowing the pace has been a focus for me this year. Not booking more than three calls so that my energy is on point has been a focus for me this year. And I just so happened to have other people booked in in the weeks before I gave him that availability. So you don't have to justify yourself to anyone. And he did write me an apology after that. And he said, I'm sorry. I have a lot of respect for you. I didn't know. But I still blessed and released him. And I still said, you know, I just think that our time, it just isn't, our paths aren't meant to cross right now. We're not meant to serve each other. Good luck to you. Because people like that, that have those expectations and make those assumptions, for me personally, are not people that I want to get involved with. And that doesn't make them bad people. But again, I spent a lot of 2016 and 2017 trying to help everyone. And coaching and mentoring and teaching, it's truly a co-creation of two parties together. There has to be understanding. There has to be communication. So for someone to react that way to me who doesn't know me and who I was giving, giving, giving to them to react that way, to me, it was a red flag to not even engage in the opportunity. Because once you're in it, it's really hard to backpedal out of it. So that was a big, big red flag for me. So those are some some of the lessons that I want to share with you. Keep your eyes open for the words that people use and the assumptions that they make about you. Be mindful and careful that you don't have to justify yourself, your dreams, your plans, your goals to anyone else. And stay firm on your path of purpose. When you wake up in the morning And you set out that these are your blocks of time to move the needle forward in your life, whether that's your workout, whether that's reading your personal or professional development, whether that's listening to a podcast, spending quality present time with your spouse, with your children, if you have either of them or both of them, whether that's Spending the time to declutter that closet because it's been driving you crazy and that chaos in your life has been wrecking your happiness, you stay true to what you planned for yourself. People will get disappointed, but it will be okay. People will also understand. So those are the lessons that I wanted to share with you this week. Protect your time because you can't get it back. You know, as a nurse, I've 
I've spent a lot of time with people at the end of their life. And they don't care about the money in their bank. They don't care about the certifications or the degrees that they had. They care if they wrote that book, they took that trip, they made that memory with their family. When there was conflict, they took the time to make it right and say, I'm sorry. It's the interactions with people and those memories and feeling good and having your health. And all of that is what people care about the most. When I interview my group of seniors that I teach false prevention to in their 90s, I ask them about the lessons in life that they like to share with us youngsters. And they love when I ask that question. I ask it to every group. I have 12-week blocks. And at the end of every block, it's like final kind of parting words. And almost everybody says, I wish I would have started exercising sooner, earlier in my life. Because you think back in the 30s and 40s and 50s, you know, they weren't they weren't, they didn't push exercise or six, even 60s, 70s, you know, they didn't push exercise back then. And they all say, you know, they wish that they wish that they would have started exercising earlier. Can you believe that? Final parting words. And that's what many of them say. So when you're on your path of purpose, stay true to it, honor it. You deserve it. You deserve that self-love You deserve time for you. You deserve to make this life whatever it is that you want it to be because you only get one life. So spend it on those needle moving things that get you everything that you want in your life. And if you're not sure where to start, you got to get that moment of clarity. You got to ask yourself, what would the happiest me look like, be doing Who would I be spending my time with? Who makes me the happiest? What makes me the happiest? What are my goals? Why do I want these goals? What steps do I need to do? What five steps do I need to take to get to that end goal? And you got to plan. You got to write it out. That's where you start with your moment of clarity. Then you put your action plan in place and then you hold true to it. So this was talking about the part three, hold true to it. But if you don't got part one, that clarity, and you don't got part two, that plan, then go back and start there. I wish you an amazing, productive, incredible week. And I'll see you again on this Empowered Life Podcast. You've been listening to the Empowered Life Podcast. For more free business and health training, go to www.lisapizik.com.